What's up, Internet? Welcome back to the, I think this is like the fourth episode of Catching Up Clarus, that lady right there. Uh, this time we are going to be ranking the entire Fast and the Furious franchise because Fast 9 is coming uh, t tonight, technically. Yeah. The day that this is going to come public. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's get into that. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Clarus, mm -hmm. prior to this adventure, you had never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. No, no. I feel like such a cultured, well-learned member of society now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I should make the joke. I actually love these movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they're really fun. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, I, I remember seeing the original Fast and the Furious movie in theaters, which I think not a lot of people can say. Yeah. Uh, that was back in 2001. We'll definitely talk about it. Uh, but for those of you at home, the way that we do this, because we did this for the DC franchise. Yes. The way that we do this is we start from the beginning chronologically and we rank. We will tell you our ranking. Mm -hmm. uh, so our, our picture is going to slowly fill in as we go. Mm -hmm. And you'll get an idea of how we rank these movies, uh, not in terms of like quality, but in terms of personal enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, if this were a channel where we were debating the like nitty gritty of good filmmaking, I feel like that's not really that's not really us. It's no. kind of our opinions, what we like, why we like it, and what we don't like, and why we don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and you'll hear as I talk about these. For the most part, I talk about why I enjoy watching them, or maybe they're not my favorite one to put on. Because mm -hmm. um, I do like all these movies, and I like this franchise quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, although we'll, we'll talk about Fast 8 and uh, what I'm worried about in Fast 9. Well, At the end, that's a tease. Yes. Um, uh, I just uh, realized I was supposed to put Hobbs and Shaw in there somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm going uh, I'm, I'm, I'm to think about that for about... Um, it's the last one, so you have seconds. time. That's true. That's Chronologically, true. you have time to figure that out. That's true, and it's not number one. So. All right. That's interesting. <laughs> Because you really liked it when we watched it. Let's get into this. The first movie in the Fast and the Furious franchise, The Fast and the Furious, this movie is directed by Rob Cohen and was released in the summer of 2001. It was a different time. Um, this yes, is the, interestingly pre 9 11. Oh, wow. And I, I only bring that up because I feel like 9 11 changed a lot of entertainment for a long time. I mean, like that was our childhood, you know, and it, it, yep. it drastically changed the movie going experience. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 yeah, it's just, it, it is interesting that there was this one movie in this franchise before. It really is a before mm -hmm. and after moment in life, right? Yeah. Um, but this was just before that. Uh, the film was made for, um, I think, uh, yeah, I have it here. The film was made for just $38 million, which is not that much. Wow, um, especially with the cars they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it grossed $40 million on its opening weekend, racked $144 million domestic and $206 million internationally in its original run so this movie was a hit like yeah. this movie was a genuine bona fide hit mm -hmm. where does it rank for you so for me actually and and when we talked about our rankings um a couple weeks ago in preparation for this um i think it's changed i have actually put it in the number two slot really yeah that is fascinating because it is in my number two slot oh is it yeah i mean look i i i really appreciate this film mm -hmm. um it is very much of its time and if you watch yes. it with like a modern eye i think that you're going to be disappointed mm -hmm. but if you if you watch it as a period piece 
and you watch it as like a um, snapshot of a moment in human history, mm-hmm. it really is like a depiction of a, a certain culture at a certain time. Absolutely. And I think that it does that really well. And that's why I wanted, that's why I, I kind of changed my ranking actually and made it higher up on the list because it's not really my kind of movie, mm-hmm. but I, I have a lot of appreciation for it, even though there's some cringy stuff in there. Um, that I'm not a huge fan of. I, I see what they were trying to do, and I can appreciate that it was um, it was a very specific depiction of a culture and a thing that someone clearly has uh, a passion and like yeah. deep love for. And I feel like that's why this movie kind of got boosted up the rankings because you can feel that care. Yeah, and I also just think that the movie is it is an introduction to some people who became huge stars. Like Mm -hmm. this really was the moment where Paul Walker became a star. Totally. Vin Diesel had, you know, people knew who Vin Diesel was already. Mm -hmm. Um, This wasn't his like first big thing, but you know, this was really, I, in you know, this was the moment Paul Walker became Paul Walker. Yeah. The, you know, the most generic white guy name, but honestly, like, well, but seriously, but like (laughs) when you think of Paul Walker, that's who you think of. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that those stunning blue eyes and blonde curls yeah. looking through the car window like it's such an iconic shot now yeah um i also just think that like it introduced us to a world of uh really interesting female characters i think michelle rodriguez even in the first movie is given a lot more to do than i think a lot of female characters at the time were yeah and is allowed to be like the romantic partner to the male lead while also having a lot of like physical strength and a lot mm-hmm. of like you know it's not she's not the like doting wife who's left at home when they go do the crimes no she's no, there no. doing the crimes and i you mm-hmm. know for the time and for even now you know you still see those trends and the, those tropes i think that it's really interesting that she gets to be a part of it um yeah. in this kind of a story and it, i've always had an affinity for her character and for the way they handled her in the first movie I, there, there's definitely missteps with letty throughout the franchise in my opinion yeah. um they fridge her pretty hard later on and we'll talk about that but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is my second favorite. I, I I just think it's a good movie, and honestly, it's also just the the f- it's when the Fast franchise was a little bit more realistic, and like yes. I like the grounded, down to earth. Yep, me too. Street racing and like real street, not real street racing. Like the NOS is ridiculous, but you know, like this where the street racing matters. Where yes. the most the the nice thing about this movie is the most important moment in these characters' lives is nine seconds from race line to race line, mm-hmm. and that kind of like real passion that kind of like real connection to what you're doing Mm -hmm. gets kind of lost later on yes i would agree with that but they don't you know that the the first movie really is like these nine seconds are the most important nine seconds of these people's lives and that's fun to watch it's 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 really endearing yep yep i agree um all right well i think that one's easy this i feel like the second movie is a little bit harder all right second movie in this one aptly named very we all know the jokes of too fast too furious with the twos being literal twos in the title. Um, (laughs) This movie starred Paul Walker and not Vin Diesel. Uh, Replacing Vin Diesel was Tyrese Gibson, Mm -hmm. who has been a mainstay in the franchise almost ever since. Obviously, uh, he missed out on episode three. But Tyrese... And episode four. He's on episode four. Right, we're right. But, you know, he he definitely brings something to the later movies, which is Mm -hmm. really nice. Uh, This one was budgeted at $76 doubling the original movie's budget, Mm -hmm. and had a box office of uh, $236 million. Um, That is, uh, I think that's international. Yeah, Mm -hmm. its opening weekend domestically was $50 million. 
Okay. So uh, it uh, was made for double the amount of money, but only made $36 million more. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Interesting. I think that might be a tone shift. Um, and yeah. a uh, you know a lot of what I think made the first movie successful wasn't brought into the second movie. The second movie is very much an action comedy. Yes. Um, and before before we give our rankings, I just wanted to say uh, this movie was uh, directed by uh, John Singleton, uh, the incredible incredible director. May he rest in peace. Um, a really like iconic, uh, visionary director. Um, this is not his best film. If you if I, I really if you want to watch some good movies, go watch some John Singleton films. Um, and uh, he recently passed away uh, within the last couple of years, and um, mm-hmm. just is just was a landmark landmark director. Uh, but he did make Too Fast Too Furious. Where did it land on your list? For me, it is number five. Oh, that is so much higher than I thought. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. <clears throat> look, here's the thing. I when we were watching the movie, there were things about it that I just enjoyed because I was having a good time. But like my notes are like nothing special. Mm-hmm. It's a generic kind of car action movie, and I think Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson are great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also the one with um, Ava Mendes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you know, there's there's some good people in it, but I just it, it, yeah, it's nothing special. Yeah, I mean, look, everything I said about how I feel like Letty was an interesting female character in the in the one before this, mm-hmm. Ava Mendes just is the tropiest of tropey like female agent who's undercover. They yeah. they they lean so hard into that. This one is um, my second from the bottom, so it's it's nine total films, right? So this is in seventh place for me. Um, and it's not that it's bad. Like I love all these movies, but of the movies, this is the this one leans the most into the the camp, uh, sure. and and it leads mm-hmm. mo and it just leans mo- more into tropes than the others. And the comedy of Brian and uh, Tyrese's character. I love these movies. I can't remember his name. I just think of him as Tyrese Gibson. Yeah, I I I couldn't tell you either. Um. Yeah, no, I just, I, I, I do find it interesting. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't love this one. The, it, literally, they jump the car onto the boat at the end. Like, if anything tells you what this movie is, they jump the car onto the boat at the end. And yeah. that's just kind of the, you know, the epitome of what it is. Yeah, for me, I think the reason that um, it ranks a little bit higher for you is because, especially in the then later... Me. Sorry, then... Wait, what did I say? For me. Oh, then... It ranks low for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, um... Uh, you have an easier time looking past the ridiculousness of some of the later movies. And... I enjoy the stunts more than you do. Yeah, for sure. And for me, when things look insane in a completely impossible way, it pulls me out of it. Um, And so that's why I think, like, if I were to put on a Fast and Furious movie, this one might actually, like, it ranks a bit higher for me than some of the later movies. I just, it's interesting to me because I feel like this is more ridiculous in a lot of ways. In yeah, terms but of it's like fun and plotting. campy. It's fun and campy, whereas the uh, later ones take themselves so seriously. All the guys are like, yeah, we're doing the, 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 the guy muscly thing, and we're do, doing the flippies, and I can't get hurt. And See, I find that funny. Sure, sure. Like, I enjoy, I enjoy, uh, like, the, the stereotype of masculinity that they're portraying in the film, mm-hmm. I find humorous. 
Yeah. I'm not like sitting there being like, yeah, I want to be like that. No, I have literally no desire to be like that. But I do think it is funny to watch. Yeah. And, you know, when they're when they're literally making fun of each other for having too many muscles, I I do enjoy that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I enjoy that more than I think I enjoy the like the 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 humor of two. Which sometimes feels like it is undercutting how serious the situation they're actually in is. Yeah. Where I'm like, you guys, you guys might die. Like they eject, they literally eject people out the passenger side of their cars. And they're like, oh, that was great. And I'm like, you just, that that is the first time either of you has murdered somebody. Yeah. Here's the thing though. I just realized that if I am including Hobbs and Shaw in this list, which I forgot to do, this one would actually rank six. Okay, so Hobbs and Shaw is above this. Hobbs and Shaw would be above this. Uh, it's not above the first one. That okay. one still ranks at number two for me. Um, but uh, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Um, it, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw is is higher up on the list. So I'm just gonna bump all bump my everything ratings down. That's down a little bit. Yeah, that is fair. Um, all right, let's get into um, uh, the the seventh movie in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the third movie in the franchise. This is The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one is interesting. Oh, it sure is. Because because they later decided to make it the seventh movie, it gets real confusing in terms of, like, technology. Yeah. And in terms of, like, time period, like, and, like, clothing. Because when this movie was made, this movie came out in 2006. So this was a little bit after... um, this was a little bit after the first movie, mm-hmm. uh, five years. Uh, this budget was eighty-five million, so this was actually even a bigger budget than Too Fast, Too Furious. Oof. Um, however, the the opening weekend for Tokyo Drift was only twenty-three million dollars, um, and uh, it only grossed um, sixty-two million domestically, which is twenty million less than its budget, over twenty million, and one hundred fifty-seven. So it didn't even double its budget, which means internationally, which means this movie definitely lost money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is a cult movie that is beloved now. There are a lot of people for whom this is their favorite Fast and the Furious movie. Why? Um, Why? There are a lot of people who Why? really, really love Tokyo Drift. Um, and so... I'm sorry. It's uh, my least favorite. Yep. This one's the bottom of the barrel for you. Yeah. It's ba- very bottom of the barrel, which is really unfortunate because like I've told you before... Tokyo Drift is the most interesting to me in terms of the car stuff and the... The driving. And, you like the driving. Yeah, the, the driving. The drifting. Yes. The drifting is cool. Mm-hmm. I really like what they did with it. I thought it was infinitely more interesting than pressing a button and making a car go. Like, I, 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 no, I, I, thought, I thought that the idea of the drifting and having that as the focus of the driving was great. Mm-hmm. But the story is just so bad... That it's really hot. Like I can't, I can't rank it higher because watching it hurts me. It is interesting because this is the one where this is the first movie that Justin Lin directs in the franchise. Um, and Justin Lin directs a lot of these movies and saved this franchise by making the next few like really pop and make mm-hmm. a lot of money. Um, but this is the one that feels the best directed, but the worst written. Yes, and yes. And so, like, it's shot really yeah. well. Like, yes. it, it really reads as, like, the studio gave Justin Lin the script and was like, this is what you have to shoot. And he was yeah, like, the script all right, is... well, I'm going to make it look great. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. going to look awesome. The, the fault of the movie definitely lies in the script and also in your lead. 
I'm sorry, but you are not 17 years old. <laughs> He's you back are in nine. 35. Um, Lucas Black, who plays the lead guy in this movie. Like how? Sean Bo- he plays Sean Boswell. He uh, he returns for uh, Fast Nine. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, how old is he? <laughs> I, I, I here's the thing. I don't know, right? Because here here's what's really weird about this. The the movie technically takes place in 2000 and. Well, it takes place after, like, Furious 6, right? Yeah. So if Furious 6 comes out in 2013, then this movie has come place in 2013. But what's really fascinating is they still have iPods. Yeah. And no one has an iPhone. There's no touchscreens anywhere. If, you, if you're if you in Japan post-2012, there's touchscreens. Every, Everything like, is It's just touch, it's, it's yeah. just so preposterous. but only because they like later did this whole thing with Han and we'll get into Han and we'll get into the Han saga Mm -hmm, of it all. mm -hmm. Um, He is the best part of Tokyo Drift other than the car stuff. Oh, Han is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's really easy to see why they brought him back Mm -hmm. immediately after killing him. Yeah, they're like, oh, we've made a terrible mistake. Yeah, yeah. He's, he he has the most screen presence for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, That's Sung Kang, obviously. Uh, If you're watching this, if you care enough about Fast and Furious to watch us talk about it for an hour, (laughs) you probably know who Sung Kang is. Uh, An incredible actor, Mm -hmm. um, an incredible eater, like a very talented chewer of foods. The man is always shoving food in his mouth in these movies. Oh, in the movies. Um, I thought you meant like he was like a professional, like fast eater or something like that. Like I was like... (laughs) (laughs) He was one of those Nathan's hot dog guys? Yeah, I was like, what? No, 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 no. He's, he's, Han is, um, and they bring it up with, um, Gal Gadot's character. He's always eating. That he, that he's, uh recovering um smoker mm-hmm. and so he's just he has an oral fixation and i've always loved that about him um and even in the trailers in fast nine trailers that have introduced him and in, he's always eating but uh this movie is um uh this movie is actually oh wait it's out of eight no it's out of nine mm-hmm. right and so and uh fast two is in eighth place and so this is in seventh place for me this is seventh yeah i think this is a i enjoy this movie more than i enjoy too fast too furious and one other movie um yeah, I, I I like I like Tokyo Drift. It's not my favorite Fast and Furious movie. Um, it's but it's not my least favorite. I I enjoy this movie. I I enjoy the driving. I I enjoy Han's introduction a lot. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy Tokyo as a setting. Um, I like the cars. Um, yeah. I like I like the comedy in this one a lot. The comedy in this movie comes from the characters a lot more than it comes from like jokes. Okay. And so I I've always appreciated that. See, I I would disagree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. I definitely didn't find. Um, the third one to be very funny for my taste. Yeah, that's her. I I, I also just like Bow Wow in this. It's so funny to see him. I also, like, our relationships to this movie are very different, right? Because this movie came out when I was 15. Right. Right? And so it's just, it's a different thing. Like, I have a nostalgic remembering of this movie. I saw this movie opening night in the theater that I worked at. Like, I remember I took the night off from the theater to be at the theater to watch this movie. Yeah, and see, it when I just watch it, all I see is cringe. Mm-hmm. So, the yeah, different experiences, fair. for sure. Um, but um, it's time to get into what what I would call, like, the modern Four Fast, Four Furious. Four Fast, Four <laughs> Furious. No, this one's just called Fast and Furious. There's yep. no number. Yep. Uh, but this is where things kind of change, right? This is where um, Justin Lin returns. He's the first director to direct uh, two movies in the franchise back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he returns to... Uh, sequelize the first Fast and Furious movie in a lot of ways 
Um, this is also the first movie that Vin Diesel has starred in since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes a cameo appearance in uh, Tokyo Drift, but we have not actually seen him. This movie came out in uh, 2009. So Vin Diesel wasn't actually a star of this franchise for eight years between the first movie and the fourth movie. Wow. Um, but Dom returns. Uh, he is trying to get revenge after Letty is killed at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Paul Walker is on the case as well. Uh, we find out that Paul Walker was the reason that Letty was working the case. Yeah, uh, in was order to She was trying to clear Dom's name. Clear Dom's name. Yeah. Um, and uh, this guy Braga, this bad, bad drug dealer man, uh, got Letty killed. Yes. I, I mean, if you're watching Fast this, and Furious. you know. The, this, um, this series is a soap opera. Um, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> Surprise! But the, the, these are my stories. Um, where, can, I, can I go first this time? Go for it. This is my least favorite movie. In the Fast franchise. Four is your least favorite. Yeah, I find it to be very dour. It is. And I don't, it's it's not that I, I like I said, I love all these movies. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to choose which one to go watch right now, it wouldn't be this one. Like, it's just the last one I would sit down and watch again. It's dark. It's dark and it's, it's no a little bit slow. Yeah. That Like, the middle of the movie, there isn't really anything that happens. Mm-hmm. And also, for me, the, this franchise, after this, figured out that making the villains interesting made the movies better. Yes. And this movie, like, Braga, the, doing the whole bait and switch with Braga just isn't like a mystery so it's not fun yeah i mean like it was like fun for a second they're like oh surprise and you're like uh-huh okay but they tell the audience about it yeah the audience gets to learn about it before the characters and then you get to watch the characters be like you watch the fbi mess up the case because they get cocky and you're like well yeah you're like what like it all hinges on this one there the the one character is like um uh, the recurring FBI guy, I, I can't remember his name, but he uh, he is like, uh, wait for Brian Signal. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, whatever, we don't need it. Yeah, I'm like, and you're are like, you well, kidding? <laughs> if you were in the FBI, you, you'd you be fired for stuff like that. Like, you can't. 100%. You, you can't well, and then they blame, that. and then they blame Brian for it in the next scene. And you're like, yeah, it's on video. You're like, dude, what? <laughs> like, you can't. You were videotaping this. Like, we all know what happened. Um, And so I this movie for me is just, it's just the least fun. It's it's dark, yeah. and it. But at the same time, it also is the start of the next series of films. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. And, and and where the franchise has kind of gone. Since it was then. like its metamorphosis. Yeah, it almost. was the cocoon between Tokyo Drift and Fast Five. Yeah. Uh, where does this rank for you? Um, this one for me ranks fifth on the list. Oh wow! There are four movies below this. Yep. Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. Too Fast. No, yeah, Tokyo Drift, Too Fast, Too Furious, and one other one. I'm curious to find out. Uh, let's talk about this. Uh, this movie was directed by Justin Lin, as I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie was released in um, uh, the spring of 2009. Um, and it was uh, budgeted at $85 million. So the exact same amount as Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Its opening weekend was $70 million. The highest by far and almost three times. No, more than three times. The... Um, uh, the opening weekend of Tokyo Drift. It ended up wow. grossing $155 million in the U.S. and 
four uh, three hundred fifty nine million dollars worldwide. So this movie made money. Yeah, they must have done some like um, really smart marketing for it. People got really excited for Vin Diesel to come back. Totally, people, totally. People wanted a sequel. Here's good. the thing. Here's the thing about this franchise, right? Like the first one came out, people loved it. People really liked the Fast and the Furious. And then there was no sequel to it. it yeah. They made two other movies mm-hmm. that could have been scripts for any car franchise. Yeah. But they weren't Fast and the Furious movies. This one, they were like, this is Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And I think that that's why the audiences flocked back, especially internationally. Mm-hmm. This this started the trend of Fast and the Furious movies make money around the world. Mm-hmm. This is the first movie in the franchise. This movie made $155 million in the United States. It made $200 million internationally. Wow. And this is the first Fast and the Furious movie in the franchise. And this is going to become a trend, a a somewhat worrying trend later on. We'll talk about that. Mm -hmm. But this is the first movie in the franchise where it made more money internationally than it did in the States. Mm -hmm. And um, we're we're, we're going to see that happen. Actually, no, that's actually a lie. It actually, uh, Tokyo Drift also technically made more money internationally. It was just a flop. Right. Um, Right, right. This is the first successful one to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's fine. I I don't know. It's fun. I, 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 I wish I liked the villains more. Because they build them up a lot, the yeah. the guy who shot Letty and uh, Braga, but they just they don't really do anything. It kind of falls flat. Yeah. Their plan at the end of the movie is just it's 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 a little silly, and the yeah. driving through the tunnel is like fine. Yeah. All right. They they literally drive through a tunnel. That's the climax of the movie. Yeah. And then and then Paul Walker. <laughs> Or no, Vin Diesel runs that guy through with a car, yeah. like fully cuts that man in half with a vehicle. Yep. But I'm sure I'm sure he won't go to jail for that. <laughs> um, then everything changed. Yep. Then this franchise went from being a franchise that I really loved to a franchise that like everyone else a seemed to love. Beautiful butterfly. And this was a weird transition for me because I was like the Fast and the Furious guy before this. And then suddenly it was like me and people who love cars. And I felt very weird with them because I don't know like, anything about cars. Yeah. But um, suddenly this franchise became a, something that everybody loved, mm-hmm. right? Fast Five changed the game. And a big part of that was this was at the time when Dwayne The Rock Johnson was becoming one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. He saved the, or he he brought like life to the second journey of the center of the earth movie. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was considered to be a franchise saver because of that. And the fact that this movie made so much money. Fast Five came out in 2011. It had its premiere in Rio de Janeiro, where the film is mostly set. Mm-hmm. Um, it was budgeted at... 125 million dollars about 40 million than the previous film its opening weekend was 86 million dollars domestically it grossed 210 dollars and 10 million dollars domestically and it grows opening weekend no no total 210 million dollars internationally in its run this movie made 630 million dollars worldwide it made double internationally what it made domestically Mm -hmm. this movie was a hit mm-hmm. people freaking loved fast five yeah and that is why it should not shock anyone that this is number one on my list yeah. this is the best fast and the furious movie i agree number yeah. one on the list um hands down there's it had like it had the um it, it had a little bit of the the darkness that four had but not in a way that was unbearable there it was much better balanced you had Dwayne the rock johnson who i think like sean in this movie mm-hmm. he is yeah, hilarious yeah. you know he is he is so funny his partner elena is really great yeah they yeah, yeah they're great and she together. has a really sympathetic storyline for but sure isn't 
um, but isn't like a pitiful. heroine. Yeah. Like you don't pity her for yeah. what's happened to her, mm-hmm. but you appreciate that she like, like she loses her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets shot in the street um, before the movie. You don't see that, but mm-hmm. you learn about it. And her response to that is to get to work, to yeah. like try and solve the problem and to be a good person yeah. in response to that. And I, I've always really, really loved her character. Um, in, in terms of what you said about it being dark, but not overly i think it also bringing back tyrese gibson and bringing back ludicrous ludicrous being in the first movie and i believe the second movie yeah the first and second movie um those two brought a comedic depth to this film yeah that counterbalanced where dom is at because mm-hmm. dom is in a pretty dark place in this film yeah but there is the, they really expand the team they also introduce gal gadot's character mm-hmm. um well actually no they introduce her in four um, oh right, because she's working for the for Braga. Yeah, but she becomes a member, and this is the first time we're saying this of the whole podcast. But she becomes a member of the family. Oh god! Um, in this movie, and we get to know her, and she starts her relationship with Han. Yes, beautiful, beautiful relationship with honestly Han. Honestly, beautiful. Like the, they are the, the sweetest, the best. I will say it: the best relationship of the Fantasy and the Furious franchise. Yep, they are. They are the best couple. Yep. Sorry, Jordana Brewster, but. Um, yeah, no, I, they 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 are they are great together. They bring it. They're mm-hmm. delightful. Han, Han Han and Gal Gadot. I can't remember her character's name. Uh, not getting a spinoff franchise where it's just them solving crimes internationally is a like. That's a crime. I, I Wonder Woman's great, but what we really needed was a Han Gal Gadot franchise. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, watching the two of them together as actors and as characters was so mm-hmm. much fun. Like they really brought it. This this uh, film also famously has the vault driving scene. That was it. That was what I wanted to bring up. That mm-hmm. like that the the ending scene sequence chase whatever you want to call it was great. Mm-hmm. It was it, it's really stood out to me um, in like in film in general. Well, because it's a lot of it's practical and like yeah. this is this is kind of you know like i said with the first movie where when this franchise is a little bit more grounded and mm-hmm. when it takes place in a real world that i can wrap my head around mm-hmm. i really love it like yeah. i really really love it and i get enraptured by the soap and i know it's a soap opera right i know the relationships are ridiculous and there's all these ridiculous things this is the movie where every character becomes a multi-millionaire mm-hmm. and they ignore that for the rest of the franchise they're they always seem a little bit down on their luck they always seem like they're like they they, they never have enough money or whatever and i'm like you are all incredibly wealthy yeah you're all so rich but this is this is the film where things are grounded in a way that like i don't know i just love this movie Mm -hmm. everything about it from beginning to end the opening car stealing heist scene um bringing back the guy from the first movie and the way that his relationship weaves in and out of the family yeah i i really just think that this film um it's fantastic and and truly like this franchise has been coasting since this film a little bit yeah um yeah they i don't think they have brought it since yeah i agree with that i i think that like this is this is the peak and they've 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 keep bringing bigger stunts mm-hmm. but they're not bringing bigger heart and bigger like character development yeah and i i think that's what i'm missing lately and we'll talk about the films as they go on from here but like this this was a movie where like the how the characters felt about things really mattered. Yeah. Dom and um, the police officer, I, I want to actually get that actress name because she's so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she comes back so many times. Um, oh, Gal Gadot plays Giselle. Um, Elsa Pataki, or Pataki, I'm, I know I'm pronouncing that name wrong. Um, she plays Elena. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she is so fantastic. But the scene where he goes to her house to get the cross, mm-hmm. the necklace, is just such a beautiful, really, really just such a beautiful scene, in my opinion. And the acting in that scene, it's a, it's a character moment. There's no action. It's just like a real human moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I like when these movies have those. Yeah. And I, I that that's, that's just one of the best ones. I, I really, really think this movie's just hands down the the best movie in this franchise yeah yeah i agree um but elena and dom could not be happy for long because a couple of years later 2013 (laughs) fast and furious six Mm -hmm. if you if if you understand the naming convention of this franchise please let us know because we don't please fast and furious six came out this one was budgeted 160 million dollars so clearly they were happy with the success of fast five they gave them an extra uh, 35 million dollars um the opening weekend was 97 million dollars so only about 11 million higher but that's domestically right yeah uh this movie made 238 million dollars domestically over its run so about 28 million more doesn't really justify the jump in budget however internationally this movie made 789 million dollars 150 million total more than the previous this movie was another huge hit um but don't worry it's not the last huge hit in this franchise oh gosh uh fast and furious 7 takes place um uh, this is like significantly later or no sorry we're talking about fast Furious 6 this one is a sequel to the last movie uh, and people have kind of moved on. People have separated. People are very rich, and so they're living in fabulous places around the world. Yep. Up until the moment where Luke Hobbs, our boy Dwayne The Rock Johnson, shows up to tell Dom that Letty is alive and mm. that he needs ha- um, he needs uh, Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. He needs the team to help him take down Owen Shaw. Mm-hmm. Or Deckard. Wait, which no. is... No, Owen. Owen Owen's the first, the first one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah There's yeah. so many Shaws. Uh, Owen Shaw, uh, who is a mo- army mobility specialist for Britain. So he basically is like the military of driving cars, which is... It, it's sure. only in one line in this movie, but it is the silliest line and it's so gl- they're like yeah yeah he was like the he was like the top of the army mobility unit and i was like wait he was what the best driver the military had uh, yeah All i right. don't i don't know how. sure yeah sure okay <laughs> let's go with that yeah this this movie um it's a film um i love this film. movie it is so fun it's also where things get it, this is where things get the most ridiculous right because mm-hmm. the, i remember the Fast Five left me on such a high. Fast Five, I was like, Fast and Furious might be one of the greatest franchises yeah. ever, right? This mo- That movie was so good. And then the first trailer comes out for this, and Letty gets flung off of a tank. Dom jumps off of a car, grabs Letty midair, and lands on a car on the other side of a giant bridge overpass thing. And the whole Fast world just kind of went... What? Yeah. And they're okay? This is also the movie where the beginning of the... Or, uh, no, no, that's the next one. Um, yeah, this... The, I, I I literally... We were sitting in bed watching this movie, and I just yelled. It's like, what? 
This is the one where <laughs> you said this is the one where they lost you a little bit. They lost me. Yeah, for sure. And that moment, like you literally, yeah. you were so sucked out of the moment that you were like, I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like honestly, the movie I felt like it was fine up until that point. I was like, okay, okay, I can kind of see this was going where this is going, and then that happened, and I was like, ah, I'm out. Sorry, you no. That's that's just a hard no for me also it was that scene definitely in general it, mm-hmm. it started with shaw driving a tank down a highway and straight up blasting people into that like ridiculous moment and i was like uh he's a bad person okay but then they bring him back later on yeah like you, can't. they do that to a lot of bad people in this franchise. Yeah, uh, let's yeah. not forget that Gal Gadot was a bad person. Like every character. Okay, but in she this... did not take a tank and like murder hundreds of people sure, sure, on sure. a highway. I'm just, sure, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying that these are all criminals. Like the yeah. only person in this movie who doesn't start out as a criminal, but he does become a criminal, is Brian and Hobbs. Yeah. But like. All of these people are wanted internationally at some point. No mm-hmm. one, like, no one is good. Nope. And, <laughs> like, look, there are things that are redeemable. There are things that are forgivable. Mm-hmm. Mowing down rows of people in a tank is uh, not one of those things. I would not say that Owen Shaw has ever been redeemed. I would say that he is used one time because Deckard Shaw's mom made him. But even even Deckard Shaw is like, he went too far, I can't trust him. And his mom is like, you've got to be a good brother. And you've got to take care of your brother. And you've wow. got to take your brother on the deadly mission trip in the sky. So that we can be a family again. Wow, that you that accent was perfect. I uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually am sometimes uh, Helen Mirren's voice double in wow, films. Wow, yeah. okay, I didn't. Yes. That makes sense, that makes sense. Have you ever seen The King's Speech? Jesus. I don't know if she's in the King's Speech. I don't think she is. I have not seen the King's it's, Speech. That's Helena Bonham Carter. I have seen every Fast and Furious film probably more than seven times, but I have not seen the King's Speech. Okay, well, that is just a crime. How dare... That movie is... Mm-hmm, that movie is great. I've heard it's great. I've just... I've literally never... Yeah. Yeah, you should work on that. Yeah, I don't know. I it's It was one that, like, it like won all the awards. I was like, I gotta see it. And then, like... You I just didn't. No, <laughs> we're know? we're gonna fix this. We're gonna fix this. We're gonna catch up. Okay, nerdy. Where is Fast and Furious Six on the list for you? Uh, seven. So this is still higher than Tokyo Drift. Than Tokyo Drift? Yeah, I said Tokyo Drift was last. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah. this is higher than Tokyo Drift for me as well. But I actually like this movie. I think it's fun. I know. Um, I they lost me so hard. I like. And the... then it didn't get better with the whole thing with the plane. The the never ending runway. Yeah. Where we lose Gal Gadot. Yeah. She went on to better things. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, like, I'm not, like, I, I, you know, it was sad, but it wasn't like you ruined the movie by, you know, having her die. I just mean, like, that scene in general was, like, just kept going and going. And I was like, is, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense. Uh, this movie also rather famously included the um, moment of uh, Gina Carano showing up. Uh, to fight Michelle Rodriguez. Right. Gina Carano, now um, formerly of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Yay. Uh, so that's fun. Cara Dune. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, yep. Yeah, where does this one rank for me? It is... Uh... <laughs> well, you didn't write it down? It's uh, six. Six, okay. No. 
It's five. It is Fast and Furious six, but it is fifth on the list. For on me. your list, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'm doing fair. well. It's fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we've done one, which was two. We've done three, which never mind. That's if I start that's saying it that way, so that's going to get so confusing for gonna... people listening to the podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a no. All right. Uh, next up was Furious Seven. There's no, they don't go fast anymore. They're slow, but they're angry. Yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by James Wan. Um, it came out in the uh, spring of 2015. Mm-hmm. So the franchise at this point is 14 years old. Uh, it was wow. budgeted at $190 million. Dang. Its opening weekend was $147 million, a $50 million jump from the previous film. Its domestic gross was $353 million. Its international gross worldwide was pretty good. It was $1.5 billion, a almost doubling of the international gross of the previous film. This movie made... One billion, one hundred and eighty thousand dollars at the international box office, while making three hundred fifty-three domestically. Wow. Yeah, uh, Furious Seven is a massive, massive Titanic hit. Mm-hmm. One of the all-time highest box office grocers in history. This movie made so, so much money, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you know, um, uh, with Paul Walker's passing, mm-hmm. I think that the movie also got a lot more attention. Um, from mm-hmm. you I know, agree with that. In, in a certain yeah. way, the, we we it, it, yeah, we should mention that Paul Walker passed away before this came out. Yeah, yeah. um, and you know, um, I think that they do a really beautiful job, actually, of honoring that. Um, but I I have to say from at this point you said 2015 mm-hmm. never watched a fast and furious movie never even really heard of them like kind of knew they were a thing but because because of paul walker's passing mm-hmm. um the name fast and furious was everywhere mm-hmm. um it was it was um talked about all the time by everybody and um it definitely brought that franchise uh i think more to the forefront of people's minds um, and, you know, everyone yeah. was really interested to see how they were going to handle this and what, what they were going to do because it was this horrible tragedy. Yeah, I also just think that, like, you, you're you not very hot on Fear, uh, uh, Fear Fast 6, but mm-hmm. people were. Like, the, the majority, I really enjoyed it when it came out, right? Like, I was very excited for the next movie in this franchise, um, mm-hmm. especially because at the end of Fast 6, like, Letty gets her memories back and, like, you know, the soap opera outfit. Yeah. I, like, I want to know what happened with her and Dominic's. You know what I mean? Like, right. there, there was a lot... I do think that Paul Walker's passing definitely, and, and the way that the stars of this movie handled his passing, yeah, it was very public and of it was course. very, it was very cathartic. I think in a mm-hmm. way, the way that everyone came together and acknowledged how beloved this man was. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think that like there was a lot about this movie that besides that, that was also they had really positive momentum. This was a franchise that was on a roll that people loved, that people were excited for. Kurt Russell was being brought in. Jason Statham was being brought in. Like, you know, this cast is just constantly growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think it had a lot going for it. Yeah, um, oh, for sure. And, and the, I'm not saying that it was only because Paul Walker died that oh, yeah, it did no, no, well, no. but I just wanted to, I, I did want to bring that up because mm-hmm. I think that, 
it all you know it all goes towards i sobbed in the movie theater at the final scene when i first saw this i was like among a mostly men a very very heavily male audience in times square on opening night openly weeping yeah at the final sequence and it was it was surprising to me but it wasn't like it was such a it was such a like group moment yeah it was honestly beautiful mm-hmm. like i have never seen anything else that paul walker has ever even been in really in all honesty oh, wow. yeah. like he's not like someone who i am very familiar with or has ever made like an impact on my life but how they handled everything in the movie was beautiful and like i i cried you know like it was it was really well done i think they did um i think they did the best with a horrible horrible situation and mm-hmm. i i gotta commend them for that um and i think that that definitely bumps up this movie in terms of ranking for me a little bit mm-hmm. um because because the god the heart is there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and it's yeah it's palpable um, and I, yeah, I think they, they did a great job for me. Fast seven, uh, ranks at number four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, fast seven ranks at, uh, number three. Hmm. I think our top ones are mostly the same. You know what? We just flipped one and we just flipped two. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, Mm, I think seven is three. Okay. Actually, I think seven is. So we have three. the our top four are the same. Then. Are they the same? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now that I'm thinking about it and talking about Fast Seven. Well, the Dubai, like you can't talk about it. we. The one thing we didn't talk about this movie was the Dubai, or not Dubai. Is it Dubai? The 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 building jump so. from building from building with the car. Yeah. The that that was like the most talked about advertisement campaign. Mm-hmm. what the hell was the car why are there is there a car between two buildings like because they didn't really show a lot of it right they yeah. only show parts of it and i just like that that on top of everything else that moment is fantastic mm-hmm. it's so absurd but it's so fun and like it really is fantastic and yeah i just think the marketing campaign for this was excellent at the time they did yeah. such a good job and yeah, the sure. money showed yeah i mean yeah that scene is absolutely absurd and i so right now in first place we both have fast five yep then we both in second place we both have the first movie Mm -hmm. then in third place we both have fast seven yeah i'm very mm, all right i'm torn there's only two movies left so we're gonna figure out the rest of our list and then we'll talk about it uh the fate of the furious came up next this is also known as eight like f and then an eight um because it was f8 so Mm -hmm. uh they're they're still not very fast they haven't been fast in a while but they're uh they're still they're still so angry they're so mad (laughs) uh this movie came out in 2017 uh its budget was between 250 and 270 million dollars which is another 60 million dollars higher than the previous film Mm -hmm. uh it grossed 98 million dollars on its opening weekend about 50 million less than the previous film Mm. uh it grossed 225 million domestically which was about 130 million less than um the previous film Mm -hmm. but despite that it still grossed over a billion dollars internationally coming in at uh uh, 1.2 billion dollars this movie made a lot of money it was directed by uh, F. Gary Gray, 
another fantastic director. Like, the, honestly, the directors in this franchise are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it introduced Charlize Theron as the villain Cypher, the international hacker lady with the um, cornrows or dreads yeah. or... Yeah. The hairstyle that was very... Um, that was received very interestingly at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a choice. Um, um, I think that I think that like it had something to do with like she is South African, and I think that it had something to do with like that. Oh, I see. Her um, character. Well, no, in real life, like Charlize Theron is South African. Did not know that. Yeah. Um. And so it. it I think it had some. I can't remember. Hmm. There was some conversation about it online, as there always is about everything. Right. Um. But yeah, she was. I like born and raised in South Africa, I believe. Didn't um, know that. And so yeah, this movie is. Something. Something. It's something. Honestly, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I don't have it lower on the list, but there's just so much that I do love about it. Like it's Christopher Hivju's in it. Absolutely absurd. Is this your least favorite? Well, apart from three. Oh, this is seven for you? Or sorry, this is number eight for you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is eighth. Um, only surpassed by Tokyo Drift, but like, wow, this movie made me angry. Nothing made sense. It was absolutely absurd. The God's Eye thing is, they don't, they, they handle it poorly. Nobody gets hurt. No one, like, no, people can survive literally anything until they can't for dramatic effect, but then they can. So it's <laughs> fine. And, and I just, I... See, what bugs me about this movie is none of that. I don't care really about that. What bugs me about it is that I, I feel like they ruined Dom as a character. <clears throat> the the storyline of him being willing to hurt so many people to save his son yeah isn't justifiable to me like the a uh, number that the, just the sheer number of people including his family you know that are put in harm's way by his own actions yeah it's just so absurd mm-hmm. and like i get it she has your baby and like that's really that's so hard yeah but but I just can't imagine anyone being so, like, doing so doing one mission, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe. But when it gets to the point where, like, they're in New York City and just so many people are dying. Because, you know, if you look at the carnage, so you're killing so many people. And, like, I just don't... It's, it's really hard for me to buy that anyone would be willing to do that much damage for one person. And yeah. maybe that's just me. Maybe there are people out there like, no, my son is worth... My son... I would almost kill my wife to save my son. I Yeah, I would... I would, ha- I would happily murder hundreds of people if it mm-hmm. meant my son lived. And uh, yeah, I don't... I, I think that that is a weak character choice, to be honest. Yeah. And it, 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 this is the first movie where you really feel the fact that Vin Diesel is, like, in charge of this franchise. Because Dom is... Cause here And here's the problem, right? Like, it kind of is fun for a while that they're spies when they started out as drag racers. But this movie, Cypher, is literally, like, there's only one person your team can't take out. You. And I, you're, every time I hear that line, I'm like, why? Yeah. He's a drag racer from L.A. What, like, he... He can't use a. He can barely use a computer. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not like he's some like internet. If you told me like Deckard Shaw, I'd be like, yeah, the dude is scary as hell. The dude took down Vin Diesel's entire team. Right? There are people who individually have been taken down by 
the entirety of Vin Diesel's team. Yeah. But, like, he didn't take anyone down by himself. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, that they introduce this idea that Dom is, like, the super soldier of this universe. Um, yeah. And they're literally going to introduce a super soldier in the next movie. But in this one, they're pretending that Dominic Toretto has all these skills that I'm like, he, why? Yeah, it's why weird. Why would he have these skills? It's weird. Yeah, like, and it just seems like... Vin Diesel was like, no, I have to seem cooler. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it, that it, it kind of just gets more and more into that the more that we go on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this Fast and Furious 8, honestly, I, I did not think, I do not think is a very good movie. I think the best part of it was honestly um, Deckard and um, Dom's kid when... Oh, the He's, scene with he, with the baby headphones? Yeah, with the yeah, baby adorable. headphones. Amazing. Great. Great scene. Mm-hmm. Doesn't save the movie for me. It still ranks uh, number eight. There's some, there are some fun action sequences. Like the zombie car scene, as much as it, like, I think as uh, it ruins Dom's character, visually it's amazing, right? Yeah. The zombie cars in New York. I also think, like, yeah. the driving on the ice is fun. It's a fun sequence with the submarine. It's, it's, it's preposterous. It's ridiculous. But, like, I, I do enjoy that sequence from, like, a... I, the first time I saw that movie in theaters, in the middle of that sequence, the fire alarm went off and I had to leave. And so I had to come back and watch the movie later. <laughs> so I didn't know how this movie ended for like two and a half weeks because I was busy with work. Right, right. Um, but there, there's fun stuff in this movie. I just I, I just think that from a character perspective, it's not very strong. No, no, um, not at all. Uh, this movie was the um, highest grossing opening weekend of all time. Until the release of Avengers: Infinity War in 2018, um, because not not domestically, but it um, it made 541 million dollars in its opening weekend um, worldwide. Um, now, obviously, that doesn't really compare to an international number because that's only if you don't include the United States, I believe. No, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, no, that's that's the that's worldwide. Never mind. I take back everything I just said. I was thinking about something else that was wrong. Um, <laughs> Sorry, okay. but yeah, this was the this was the highest grossing worldwide opening weekend for uh, I think a like full year, um, wow. until Infinity War came out the in two thousand eighteen and supplanted it in that place. Um, Infinity War surpassed it or Endgame did? Avengers Infinity War passed it. Oh, and then Endgame passed blew that, that out of sure, water. Sure, 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 yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. And, uh, Endgame destroyed everything, but yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Infinity War beat this first. Gotcha. Okay, um, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah that's an impressive number. Yeah, I mean, look, um, it, 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 it's, it wasn't as strong a movie, right? And so it had this huge opening weekend, but then it fell off really hard. Yeah. Um, which was unfortunate um, for the franchise, but not really because there's another movie and another movie and there's going to be a movie after that one. So yeah, uh, let's get into rich, so. Fast and Furious Presents because this is, the, this is where they started to add the presents. Uh, Fast and Furious Presents who is fast and furious are they people the presents makes it weird right because usually when it's presents it's, a, it's actually a, it's cult? a producer like it's like it would be like vin diesel pre- presents yeah but instead it's no fast it's the and cult furious. and fast and furious you you can get indoctrinated um i just i and like i hate that the title is this just make the title hops and jaw yeah literally it's vin diesel and and look I, it didn't make as much money obviously but mm-hmm it's 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 Vin Diesel and Jason Statham versus Idris Elba. It was gonna make money. You didn't have to make the title so dumb to look at. Yeah. Um, Hobbs and Shaw came out in two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just a little bit before this pandemic we're all just loving to be a part of um and uh the the movie had a budget of 200 million dollars its opening weekend was 60 million dollars domestically which was 38 million dollars less than the fate of the furious it was less than half significantly less than half of what fury 7 made Mm -hmm. uh its domestic total was 173 million dollars uh, also significantly less. It was the lowest domestic total since the fourth movie. Whoa. Um, and internationally, it made $760 million. Uh, I mean, that's still great. That was uh, the lowest since the fifth movie. It, it passed this fifth movie by a bit. Uh, $760 million, not bad, but on a $200 million budget with the stars that you have, you're hoping to do better. You, they were also kind of hoping to launch a new franchise with Hobbs and Shaw, a spinoff franchise that could maybe have its own um, thing um, and th- you know there has been talk of Hobbs and Shaw too it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon yeah um, I, I don't know if it deserves a second one this movie also brought in David Leach uh, who uh, was one of the directors of the John Wick movie oh, okay uh, and so there is a, a heavier focus on hand-to-hand combat in this mm-hmm. which makes sense considering his proficiency in making movies with hand-to-hand yeah. combat makes sense what did you think of Hobbs and Shaw um, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think its shortcomings are that it kind of drags. It's long. It feels so long. And like the first half of the movie and the second half of the, not the second half, but like. The Samoa section. Yeah, they feel completely different. The The problem with this movie is really that like, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson really wanted to make the Samoa section. For sure. And I. But it's a different film. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I I like that section, but it needs to, there needs to be more of it through the rest of the film because it, yeah, it feels like a weird short film tacked onto the end because they, they just yeah. feel completely like in separate worlds and in a sense they are. And what's but weird But for is, a movie, that's really tough for a viewer. What's weird is I think my favorite part of the movie is the Samoa section. Yes. The, I like the characters the most in that section. Uh, I like everyone that they introduce. I like I like that we're f- the the characters are finally at a point where they're not they're still like ragging on each other, mm-hmm. but they're not being so obtuse to the fact that they have to work together by that yeah. point. Like the the what's fun about the the first chunk of the movie is the pissing contest between mm-hmm. Deckard and Hobbs. Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw. They're, it's the title what's, of the movie. No, what's his first name? Luke. Luke, okay. I was like Deckard because his first name, but it's, yeah. Between Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. is what I should have said. Um, you know, like, they are very funny together. Yep, they, like, that, Like, they they really, really elevate the movie. And I loved the third Shaw. Um, I yep. think Lady Shaw is fantastic. Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really bad with names. I, I thought she was amazing. As Hattie. I, like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed... Name. Yes, it is. Also, um, uh, Idris Elba is playing Brixton. Brixton. Deckard, Hattie, and Brixton is wow just, the most yeah. British. Mm-hmm. Uh, just throw a Sherlock in there, and you're good. Yeah, um, Helen Mirren is Magdalene Shaw, uh, also known as Queenie. Makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, there are there are things about it that I really do enjoy, mm-hmm. but it's just long. And but I, this is sits fourth for you. It, yes, this movie sits at number four. But it all, but it was at three before this conversation. Yeah, it was at three, and then I thought about it, and the heart that's in seven, mm-hmm. I think is um. You can't 
match that. Especially, especially in light of everything that happened. And I think that's what puts it, honestly, like for me, I think that's what puts it over for me as well. Like, yeah, the, the, my relationship with Seven is, I can't untie that from the experience of living through that like group moment with the audience watching the send off for Paul Walker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and that, that, that moment for me was I have loved this franchise since the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've been, I have seen every single Fast and Furious movie the day that it has come out in theaters. Yeah, I really love these films, right? Mm-hmm. And even even the films that I have problems with, you know, eight and four and and three, um, I I don't dislike them. They're just not my favorites. Mm-hmm. But seven, it I can't untie the emotional journey of the lead up to this movie following Paul Walker's death from that film. Mm-hmm. Whereas like this film, there's a lot about this stuff that I like more than seven, right? But it just it doesn't have that. Like the the heart yeah. of this movie is the comedy. Yeah. And yeah. you know the the cameos. Like I think Kevin Hart and um, Ryan Reynolds have their, their cameos are incredible, mm-hmm. and they make this franchise very different from the rest of the Fast and Furious franchise in a nice way. Yeah. And I think I I think this movie's great. It's four for me as well. Yeah. Um. And I, I really enjoyed it. I want a sequel to this really bad. I want a sequel that involves um, Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Hart more. You I, want a Hobbs and Shaw sequel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that okay. more than I want any more Fast and Furious movies. To me, Fast and Furious is Fast and Furious ended at the end of, of 7 for me. Yeah, I get, I get that, actually. I don't, like... I think if they, yeah, if they want to continue with Fast and Furious, I think that going the Hobbs and Shaw route or is the, much better. Or the, like, female-led, like, team-up movie that they've said that they were working on. Yeah, like, I, give me more Lady Shaw. I will, will absolutely watch oh, her in a movie. Yeah. Like, but, see, like, I, I, she would be in the Hobbs and Shaw universe that they're moving forward with, and then they're doing, like, a um, uh, one with... Um, Letty? I've set her, yeah, like a Letty-led franchise. Okay, okay, interesting. Which is weird because I don't know how you divorce that character from, from Dom, Dom without and... literally divorcing them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I actually, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I don't know. I, I would, ha- I would watch it, and if I liked it, I would like it, and if I didn't like it, I would, you know. But for me, I, I think that the Fast and the Furious really, really ended with seven for me, um, and I've enjoyed, I enjoyed eight. And like I will, pro- I hope I like nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll go see it as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. You know, but the 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 story that I really cared about ended. Yeah. Um, and they and and it, part of it is because they ended it so well, like they put a bow on it, mm-hmm. right? They wrapped it up like a present, and they put such a beautiful, crisp, like you paid someone to wrap that gift bow on it, and. Yep. So it, it's everything past that to me is like, uh, isn't headcanon. It's just fun, frivolous things that come out. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that could change if they put out a movie that was good enough to like feel like it drew me back in. Yeah. Because yeah. Fate of the Furious wasn't that. Um, and I, 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 it just, it just didn't have, it just didn't have what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it, it was, it's preposterous. And I'm kind of worried that fast nine won't because it's going to be preposterous again yeah um, from what i've heard from the reviews <laughs> and the trailers like honestly like the the, the yeah. jungle swing trailer sequence that i've seen so many times just it doesn't look good like it's yeah. not even that it doesn't look plausible but it looks like bad and unplausible which is worse yeah unfortunately i'm not really looking forward to fast nine especially with the way that i think the movies declined after five um 
mm-hmm. it's it's like physics don't exist science does not work the same way and it's it's for me that is a thing that matters to me um unless you can give me a really good reason that it doesn't i mean i love magic fantasy sci-fi like ah yeah but like, this is supposed to take place in the real world exactly yeah. And, and everything so, up to five did, right? Like yeah, there, yeah. The, the vault sequence is a little pushing the boundaries, but in a way that, but like... But they earned it, yeah. I felt. And, like, I can buy that, like, there are supercars that, like, I don't understand, right? Sure, sure. I don't know anything about cars. The, the, and that's really the tough part for me is, like, I love this franchise because it was its own thing. And the further they go into CGI stunts the less it feels like its own thing, the more it kind of starts to feel like everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it, I, I have the same problem with Marvel, right? Like I don't, I don't like the nanotech suits that just like grow on people, but are as strong as the suits were before. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, you can either have in my, in my mind, you can either have your suit be quick like that mm-hmm. and it's flimsy or you have to go put it on, but it's pretty strong because it's armor, right? Totally, totally. Everything but, can't be perfect, the best version of it all the time without any, like, give. Otherwise, it just yeah. doesn't feel real. The you stakes know. start to disappear a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm, you know, I am a little bit worried for Fast 9. We're, we're going to see it, but I don't know how i'm gonna feel so uh so to recap our list uh we both start with the same top four uh fast five then fast one then uh then fast then furious seven then Mm -hmm. hobbs and shaw yes and then things start to change right yes yeah for me um number five was fast and furious four Mm -hmm. which your number five was not your number five was um uh six no Yeah, it was six. I think it was six, yeah. Yeah, because my bottom four are uh, six. God, it's hard to remember now. Uh, Are six, then Tokyo Drift. No, six, then... Then two? Three, then two, then Tokyo Drift. Or three, then two, then four. Three, then two, then four. No, you said four. Yeah. You said four already. Yeah, four was my bottom. Oh, four is your least favorite. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Tokyo Drift, Too Fast, Too Furious, and then uh, four. Yeah, yeah. Whereas my bottom four um, would be uh, Fast and Furious 4. There's going to be a graphic on screen for the people watching this on YouTube, so that'll be easier. thank you. As Um, we struggle to remember what we just said. Fast and Furious 4, then Fast and Furious 2, then Fast Furious 6, then uh, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, so... Where I, do you think 9 is going to fit on here from what you've seen so far? From what I've seen and what I've heard, <laughs> um, I feel like it's probably going to be around, like, um, 6 or 7 on my list. Hmm. Um, you know, because, like I said, Fast and Furious 6 is, like, 7th on my list because it just did not hold a candle to reality. <laughs> and And I don't love... I don't love a lot of the character stuff. I didn't love the plane stuff. Like, like the further you get away from reality without the justification of it, I just you lose me. Um, and it, I, that's just that's just how I enjoy movies. Mm-hmm. If I get pulled out of it by the absurdity, I stop enjoying it. Yeah, and that you know that's a fine line to walk. Um, mm-hmm. 
and you know i acknowledge that but it's how i enjoy movies and it is what it is <laughs> i think this one it's like when we watch the center cut i think it's either going to be like i don't think it could be five or no, no. or or fast one right so like i no. think that it's either going to be like between three and four okay or it's going to be dead last yeah but i don't i, I really think and honestly like i think that where i think it is in a week from now when we've seen it the first time and i'm like excited about it because it's new you know and versus where i think about it in a couple of years might be different yeah but i i do think that this one I don't know. I just, I'm, 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 I, it's the most apprehensive I felt going into a fast movie ever. Yeah. Um, is this one. And I, it's just cause I think, you know, we've done trailer reactions. I think in the trailer reactions I'm hyped up cause it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But when I've, cause I, I go back after our trailer reactions and I watch the trailers a few times, right? Cause I get excited and yeah. I love, I love trailers. I love the art of making trailers. And I, the, the more I watch these trailers, the more I'm like, what movie does this coalesce into? Like, what is, what, what could this be? I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm genuinely a little worried that the magnets are gonna be a little too magic yeah and a little not magnets yeah based on how I've seen them used yeah for sure because every time like even the first trailer the Super Bowl spot that we reacted to on the YouTube channel and we were like if a magnet was that strong it would pull like everything like it wouldn't yeah. just pull the car it would pull like you can't pick and choose what metal watches. objects you're grabbing it's a magnet like yeah yeah it's, it's so i i don't know i'm a little worried that I, I i'm a little worried i'm just gonna spend the whole movie being like that's not how magnets work yeah yeah i have a feeling but i'm excited to see them go to space so i'm not yeah it's gonna be you know what it it'll be i'm sure visually cool to look at and then my final question for you. Mm-hmm. Will you rewatch all these movies again with me for Fast 10? Oh my god. Do I have to? You don't have to do anything. I You're will my wife, re- not my prisoner. <laughs> I will rewatch some of them. I'll take it. Yeah. I will watch them all. I know you will. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is fun. This was fun. Yeah. I'm excited. We're going to do this again soon for the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. That will not be coming out for Black Widow. Sorry. No, um, no. Black Widow will be on that list because it'll maybe be for Shang-Chi in September. Yeah, these, yeah. Th- it takes a, a long lot... time to watch all of these things. Yeah, there's a lot of Marvel movies. So, there's you so know, many. We're going to get on I it. I think it's going to also be all the TV shows, right? Okay. So we're going to have to rank... Not not and only the only the MCU Disney Plus shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not Otherwise, doing like Agents of Shield and Jesus. Yeah, no. I could do that, but you would not want to. Um, and also a lot of those things don't rank very high. Like Agents of Shield is tough because like some of the seasons are like incredible, and Here's some of the thing. seasons are fine. You cannot ever beat Jessica Jones season one ever in anything. It's the perfect series of television. Just I don't disagree with that. Like, I think, yeah, I, this maybe isn't the place to have that conversation. Sorry. But Jessica Jones is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, any final thoughts? No, no. We, you know, I think we covered everything and... It was only an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Do you think I... anyone watched the whole thing? Maybe. If you watch the whole thing, write purple banana in the comments below. You're, yeah, you are You are 10 out of 10 human. Uh, purple banana. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> Thanks for watching this video, guys. Thanks for watching, everybody. Um, like always, you can follow us over on Twitch if you want to watch us play video games. That's over at twitch.tv nerdy night, twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly for me. I'm over at twitch.tv slash Uh Come uh, subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching there. Hit the like button on this video. Hit the dislike button if you dislike us. And leave mean comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry and we must feed her. 
uh, you can also, uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, if you're listening on Apple, please, please, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. It is the fastest, most beautiful, bestest way to help a podcast grow. <laughs> it's like a garden. You got to tend it with some water. And the water in this case is five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. You can write anything in those reviews. And eventually on one of our shows, probably the Nightly Morning Show, we will read them. Yep. As always, y'all, thank you so much. My name is Nerdy Nightly. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye, guys.